Glenn Hansard was the concert I went to up in Portland uh, last week. Uh, and I was wrong. I thought it was at Moda, but it was at Arlene Schnitzer Concert Hall. Oh, cool. How was that? Beautiful. Where's in that? Portland. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Broadway, Portland. Beautiful. If you ever have the opportunity to go to that, that place, I highly recommend it. In fact, I saw Amy Schumer there. Oh, okay. So it's like a theatery. Yeah. Theatery. Yeah, but still sits like 3,000 people. So wow. pretty good stage. Nice. Um, Glenn Hansgard, you know. Um, so Irish folk music, right? Yeah, that's what he's mostly known for, I believe. And it was, the music was beautiful. I mean, we had violin, we had piano, a Ukrainian girl singing. Yeah. His good, everything was like really nice. Um, sure. It was a well put together mix. Yeah, the, the music it was, was beautiful. And it was concert perfect. I never really been to anything like where the concert doesn't sound rough at all okay but yeah so good i mean was there a mosh pit there was no moshing there uh, there was a little bit of everyone there i still kind of want to see an irish mosh pit <laughs> yeah like folky yeah so not like hardcore <laughs> i've seen videos of a classical music mosh pit oh yes oh nice <laughs> and i thought that was amazing that was great it was I'm rainy and they're just wearing that. like Rain clothes it looked like a whole like rave thing, and, and like <laughs> an orchestra went up there and just started jamming. That's awesome. And we're like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. But um, yeah, beautiful music. You know, like for me, I didn't really get me dancing and jiving. I know some music really gets you in that dancing and just puts you somewhere. Sure, that might work for some people. I just, you know, I can well, listen to it. It was definitely listenable. Did you take some crazy lady seats too this time? No, not this time. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. Uh, I I went to a concert as well. Did you? It was, what did you see? It was at the uh, Oregon State Fair, and it was Skillet. Oh, I at the remember. State Fair. I, re <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember back in the late '90s, uh, I had a Skillet CD. I'm pretty sure. And I, I, maybe I misremembered what they were like, but, uh, it was different than what I, I thought I was going to. And, uh, it was, it was interesting. There was, there was one point where they were on like scissor lift stages and the oh, stages kept wow. going higher and higher. Oh, okay. And there was a cello, electric cello mm. player and everything. At the State Fair, they really went all the, out, huh? Yeah, at the Skillet uh, concert. <laughs> concert. But you said the last time that you went to a show as a mother. Yes. As a concert yes. as a mother. This was my first concert as a father. Oh. And Jolene oh. was there. How did she like And it? she was blowing bubbles. And nice. everyone was, like, excited Happy. about the bubbles right. floating by and everything. Everyone Makes was being magical. super cool about it. And <laughs> there'd be times when Jolene would just pause and stare at the flashing lights and right. loud music. And just kind of turn into a statue watching the concert. Uh... Then there was other times where she was just grooving. So right. she loved it. Well, and at, at, at that tiny it. age, though, they have so many, like, taking it all in sensory factors. And that's something with music. It touches every one of your sensory factors. It's not a 
it's not something for just one genre of people to enjoy. It's something that everybody can. I mean, even deaf people enjoy music because of the vibrations and how it feels. And, you know, you can, you can enjoy it without having to be completely submerged into having to do it even. You get to enjoy everybody else's talents. Mm -hmm. So seeing something like that, that's cool that she got to take that all in. And the bubbles are my favorite. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at the state fair. Like, I'm off topic, not music related. But when I went to the state fair, we did the little tram thing over top of it that they have a couple years ago. I don't know if they still have it. Like a ski lift almost. The gondola. Oh, gondola. There you yes. go. Fancy words. <laughs> uh, ski lift over top. Yeah, yeah. And my daughter had bubbles as well. And we were blowing bubbles on that. Nice. So as people were just riding that, like, oh, look, magical. And it was just so much fun because you look back and you just heard the oohs and the ahs. So having the bubbles, that's mm. a nice touch. Any bubbles <laughs> at the Ed Sheeran concert? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Ed Sheeran, completely different up in... Uh, Seattle, okay. uh, where the Seahawks play. How, so, how much time between this uh, Irish folk and then going to see Ed Sheeran? Um, it was a Thursday and a Saturday. Oh, so in the same a, week? Yeah. Oh, so wow. a day in between. Oh. And so, uh, yeah. How happy were your ears? The, it was good. I mean, the trip to Seattle was a kind of a. It's you know, trip. trip from hell along the way, but we made it able yeah. to go to the concert. You know, our hotel was like a mile away. It took us two hours to drive and park. We didn't realize there was a baseball game going. Oh, and yeah, I at the same time, mm -hmm. <laughs> you could walk a mile. <laughs> I know exactly. Traffic was ridiculous, but 81,000 people there, the largest crowd that's ever been in that stadium. Oh, wow. And it's known for being one of the loudest stadiums. For Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Is that and, the Tacoma Dome? Uh, Lumenfield. Oh, Lumenfield. Yeah. Okay, and one of the things Ed Sheeran not from Washington. <laughs> had everyone do was scream as loud as they possibly could. And it was so freaking loud with 81,000 people screaming. I thought my eardrums were going to pop. Oh, I bet. You forgot the earplugs. Yeah, no earplugs. Didn't you didn't that. think Ed Sheeran was going to be loud. Huh? No, not at all. I was thinking more of like the, a Jack Johnson style. The music, not so loud. Mm -hmm. The the audience. Mm -hmm. Although I can get down on some Ed Sheeran. Like yeah. he he has some jams that you're like, you know what? Yes. I didn't know. You just got to pay attention sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh yeah. Bright mood. Uh, yeah, fireworks <laughs> on a show. Macklemore joined him for a few oh, songs. Oh, cool! Yeah, I thought I haven't heard Macklemore in a while. Yeah, <laughs> apparently he's a Seattle native. Oh, okay. And yeah. uh, him and Ed Sharon are friends, so okay. Macklemore came and joined. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's neat. Mm -hmm. oh, but uh, it was an experience, you know. You know, I saw. I, not in person, but I saw Ed Sheeran concert on a video, mm -hmm. and he was in Detroit, and mm. he had Eminem on. So oh, it, nice. It might be something that Ed Sheeran does at his concerts, is get a local person to come up on stage. Yeah. Cool. He collaborates uh, really well. I got to see um, Andre Bocelli up at the... I don't... I did not say that right. I butchered it, but I'm not a ton. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, up at the Moda Center. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Beautiful opera voice, that whole just deep and insane talent that comes out of that man. Mm -hmm. But then I got the album, and there's a song on there that Ed Sheeran did with 
Mm. Andrew Pacelli, or Andre Pacelli. I don't know. I don't know how to say that right, but <laughs> you understand who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and that out, that's probably one of my favorite songs ever is Almo Soltante. And it's just, it's so elegant and sweet and his voice just right at the end. But then he partnered with Ed to do the perfect that everybody plays at their weddings and things like that. And oh, that, that mashup, what a, just what a treat. What a treat of song. <laughs> like, that would, did he do any of his slower songs or was it all concerty? Like, it, it was pretty rocking the whole time. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, yeah, good stuff. So, would you say you're a, now a, you a know, it, hardcore it's... fan or just a fan fan? I'm more familiar. Like I kind of went uh, unfam- unfamiliar with both artists, so it was new to me. Um, yeah, good music. Yeah, you know, just uh, what about your significant other? Oh, she was happy. She loved it. She you loves know. Ed. Oh yeah, that's like her favorite. So oh, she was okay. rocking out and Eric got some brownie points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. he had to after the. Uh, Dashboard convention. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, that was raw. That was a story. All yeah. right, all right. Yeah. I look forward to that story someday, but mm-hmm. it still seems fresh, so cool. <laughs> Good job on redeeming with the Ed Shirini. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. Oh, my mm. gosh. I just saw the Weathers are coming to concert on November 18th up at the Crystal Ballroom. Yeah. I don't know who they're with, um, but the weathers are. They sing "C'est La Vie" and a whole bunch of other songs. A bunch of other songs. I can't even get into like how many. My son got me hooked on them, totally on accident. He was looking up a song from the same title and from Young Gravy, I believe. Yes, that's a new one too. Okay, so you're looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. No, I'm just gonna have to look these up. No, that's fair. There's a whole list of. I can give you. Um, having my son introduce me to music, now I know what my parents felt like. <laughs> That's a trip. Yeah. But they're really, really good, and I'll, I'll just have to send you some. They're coming on November 18th, so I might have to get tickets to that if y'all want to go. Just saying. Sure. So the concert I am looking at that I'm not sure if I'm going or not, but I'm like really excited to see that it's in the area and he's still making music is uh, Lyrics Born is going to be in Portland. And I've been really debating on whether I'm going to go or not. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I need to look it up. But... uh, Speaking of Lyrics Born, uh, the song that I've been really listening to a lot lately is is uh, by, well, it's a remix CD, but the, the singer is R.L. Burnside, okay. and he's, he's collabs with Lyrics Born. And it's uh, Someday Baby, and it's really, really good song. I That's the that's the one song that I want to just song. point out, because I heard it while I was just driving in my car last night, and I just can't get it out of my head. Cannot well, because it it, it, it's one of those that kind of grabs you, and you just want to jam with it. You want to <laughs> dance with it, and you want to sing it out loud, and kind of hum it a little bit sometimes. Like, it's such a good... 
<clears throat> Lyrics Born's really good though. So that's definitely a good, but so how long has this RL Burnside? How long has he been playing? Uh, he's been out since like the 60s, the late 60s, I believe. Is 1960 what he... to 2005 well, is what they he, called him well, when yeah, he passed. He passed oh, in 2005. Okay. But his Dang active it. years, they called it. Okay. Yeah. But so he's been pretty he didn't really he didn't really things. get that big until the nineties and What's this it just took off. Style of music. It's blues. <laughs> it, <laughs> but the album that that uh, someday baby is on is a remix album after he had his first heart attack, I believe, and. They remixed his old music and put new music over the top of it. And Lyrics Born and Kid Rock were oh, on the on the album, and I absolutely love that album. Well, if them it's, two uh, like it, it can't be all that. Is bad. it a restful mind or I want to say it was like disturbed mind? Yes, a yeah. disturbed mind. Yes, that's. I think that might be it. That's a fitting name. I think we have to enjoy this for sure. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have a way to just play that. Stupid. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That would be fantastic. So what have you been listening to? I, well, my friends and I, we're, we're trolls. We're just trolls. Like, we, we troll each other constantly on... Okay, so I had a friend at Burning Man, and I don't know if you guys heard about what happened this last Burning Man... But a lot of rain, people couldn't get out, a lot of shit. Well, another friend of mine, uh, we were concerned about our friend that was there. Wasn't sure if she was going to get out and stuff. And I said, yeah, if we don't hear from her by Thursday, mm-hmm. then we'll be worried, right? Yeah. But I wasn't really worried. So instead, we put together a playlist, and it ended up becoming, like, very heavily saturated in weather. <laughs> Bass. <laughs> starting off with the arrhythmics, no... Um, uh, rain. What's the rain song? Oh, I'd have to look it up. Oh, it's such a good one. It's the old one. Why can't my brain? You <laughs> asked me a question and my brain froze. Um, here comes the rain again. That's oh. that's where we started with it. And her and I were just joking around. Well, then we continued on, and I ended up into like "Storm in a Teacup" from Chili Peppers. Mm. Great one. Into the Great Wide Open. Um, from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, but it was Kiss the Sky by Sean Lee, Sean Lee's Ping Pong Orchestra. And when you talk, like, kind of listened a little earlier on your Burnside one, uh, just jammy, groovy, bluesy, kind of just kind of makes you want to just enjoy life for a freaking minute, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, such a good song. So that's kind of my repeat one. Is just kind of keep going, but it was a really fun. Um, I'll have to send it to you. I did a whole Spotify mix on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a fun concept though. Weather list, yeah. I never thought about that. A lot of the times, like, yeah, when we're going to a concert or something, it's like, all right, let's do all I don't know, like 80s or something. If it's like an 80s, yeah, or... you theme it out, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, a queen cover, let's listen to all the you know. 70s rock, right. you know, British invasion. Goes with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We yep. ended up making like a three-hour-long playlist. 
So hopefully she got to enjoy it on her drive home. We did hear from her. She was on her way safely and everything was fine. She said it was the best burn yet. (laughs) So I don't know if the water helped or not. I'm waiting to hear stories. Mm -hmm. Um, But these, these two women have been very epic in my life. I don't know another way to put them. I've known them forever and ever. Mm-hmm. So having their influence on music is kind of... They're the ones I went to the concerts with and we put Wash the Black X's off our hands and $12 concerts downtown, you know. Like, these are the people. So it was only fitting that we sent her a bunch of weather-related, here you go, songs to help her journey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never been to Burning Man. I don't think I'm ever going to either at this point. I don't. It's on my bucket list, it, man. Mine too. Oh, my I would love to go. <laughs> I really. Oh yeah, why not? Yeah? It's definitely it's a once in a lifetime kind of experience. To go. I, don't know. I mean, some Talk people to Laura go. And it's a lifetime yeah. experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, she's just fantastic and artistic, and that she just mm-hmm. lives that life though. She's wonderful. I've I've heard a lot about it and everything and I've looked it up a lot but it just seems like you really have to gotta be committed you gotta be ready for it too like people out there are wild again (laughs) on my bucket list I have yet to be surprised by anything and I really am just looking for that opportunity to be surprised yeah yeah I don't know if it's very surprising, but I think it's next month, two months. We're going to Empire Strips Back. Ooh. It's a burlesque show. Okay. <laughs> and it's all Star Wars, though. So. Nice. Yeah. So, hey. Okay. I think I've seen like, <laughs> So, kind of like that. Rocky Horror Picture Show meets Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's... Chicago meets Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited, and you know, kind of see some pole dancing with the stormtroopers' helmet on, and that would be interesting. Yeah, you getting all adulty. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll have those some John... edge, those Ed Sheeran points <laughs> <laughs> coming back already. Yep, huh? Exactly. Actually, cashing them in early. <laughs> yeah, she was the one that found this. Oh, she yeah, oh, she looked great. it up and she's like, thoughts. I'm all, come on, <laughs> you know, of course, we're Star Wars fan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you can call me Darth, I'm there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, it'll be a lot of fun. For sure. That will be exciting. Yeah. I'm kind of curious if what the soundtrack's going to be. I that. know. <laughs> you to keep your lightsaber tucked away, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, hopefully no friendly ladies there. Well, you know, (laughs) can't guarantee anything. Yep. Oh my gosh, that'll be a blast. Yeah, actually I'm excited to having a dude's adventure in a week, two weeks. Uh, Gonna go see the Rob Zombie Alice Cooper concert. We talked about the last time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just me and a good friend hitting the road and luckily it's not that far, but you know, little dudes gone wild. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, I know my wife, she's planning to meet with one of her friends and do the most wild things she can do that night, because I didn't invite her. (laughs) Or the tickets were purchased before I could. But yeah, my friend was very excited, and he's all, all right, I already got the tickets. It's like, oh, okay. So question, maybe Mm -hmm. controversial, 
Feel mm -hmm. free not to answer because I, I also have my tug of wars on this. But when you look at tickets and you're like, I want to go to this show, but you know it's not a, a music or something that your partner would enjoy, do you talk to them first and be like, do you want to go and give them the option? Or do you be like, hey, I know somebody I want to go with. I'm going to go with such and such to this show. Do you mind? Mm -hmm. Like, how is that? I'm not, I'm not asking this right. I don't want anybody to get in trouble. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like when you think of tickets and like, do you look at the band and go, I want to do this and whoever's going with? Mm -hmm. Well, I have a thing of where I try and surprise her. Okay. And I'll like buy tickets. And unfortunately, I think it was like Leanne Rimes was doing like a Christmas thing mm -hmm. at one of the other casinos here. And, you know, I covertly bought the tickets and... I was going to wear my Joe Exotic outfit and my cowboy <laughs> boots and everything. I was so... And then that day I get an email saying that it had been canceled due to health oh, concerns. Dang it. I know. Yeah, it was like going to be a Christmas thing. Mm -hmm. But, oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And when it comes to the music I like, I'm just trying to educate her or make her more cultural, culturally aware of what's really good. So, <laughs> Leanne yeah. Rhymes is culturally aware. <laughs> well, I know like she's for a music. <laughs> I know that she's a fan, and her okay. birthday is right around Christmas. Or was it the more Joe Exotic that you <laughs> yeah. were going for? I, I had my nice blue shiny shirt on. To, like, I should have brought off the mullet wig that I had. Oh, too. there you go. The but, next time you put that on, you gotta take a picture. We need to put that up because oh. that's that sounds freaking great. Oh, it's a good costume. For it's a lot of fun, but. No, uh, a venue coming up, there's going to be a full-on mariachi band show going on. Um, and I already told her, keep that night open because right. we're going to be doing something. So again, you know, we went to Mexico. We loved it. So I'm always trying to bring a slice of Mexico home. So question then. Mm -hmm. That leads me into another one. Sorry. Yeah. I was like I was just going to say, I'm not going to get into it that much, but my little brother just got married and he had a mm. he had a mariachi band nice. uh, playing at the wedding. And I, it was great. I mm -hmm. loved it. Go question. Mm -hmm. So a question about this. Okay. <laughs> my boyfriend told me about a band mm -hmm. a long time ago and I wanted to get tickets. I still need to. And I completely forgot like that's on me right you guys just reminded me have you guys heard of metalachi no no it's a metal mariachi band is it really it is oh it's my fantastic God. they are so good <laughs> oh look at you jogging on it <laughs> yeah and she pulls off a really good girl she really does oh boy like <laughs> She does it well. Now, I haven't seen it, so I don't know if that's something to be proud of or not, but well done. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, you nailed the costume. Yeah. I can give you credit on that. I have no basis as the yeah. rest of it. See, and that... Because unlike the rest of the world in That was the shirt I was going to wear yeah, to okay. the uh, Leanne Rimes concert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, nice without and... the mullet? Yeah, nice shirt. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> So, our metal, what was Metalachi, like mariachi. Yeah, that's awesome. With metal. That sounds great. Yeah. It's a very, um, I, I don't know, they come from Los Angeles, I guess? And it's just, it's metal and mariachi, and it's, it's great. I want to play a song for you guys. Like, mm -hmm. I really want to. 
But when we have an <laughs> yeah. opportunity, yeah, it opportunity. will be that time. It's just, yeah, they're really, really good. And I want to surprise most with tickets when yeah. I can remember to do that. Because I totally meant to and then I... Life. Yeah. Someone life. But I did get surprised with Dead's Health tickets. So mm. I, I like your surprise idea. Because mm-hmm. he was like, oh, hey, don't book this day. Really? We're Dead going. South. Yeah. When? We saw them uh, six weeks ago-ish. Uh, oh. At the Grand Lodge. Yeah. Uh, up at McMahon's Grand Lodge. Not very long ago. We took our little concert chairs, which are like tiny little seats. Oh. Is and... this the one out in Four Square? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of, that's where I saw Dashboard Confessionals. <laughs> oh, see, yeah. They played that kind of stuff there. I mean, yeah. it's, the, it's the right venue for that kind of music. For yeah. Sure. But yeah, have it, uh, Dan South was there, and we got to jam out and hang out. Nice. We met some really great people. Mm-hmm. Saw a lot of really interesting people. Uh, I'm very <laughs> much comfortable in my pajama choices these days, even though I don't wear them in public. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> takes all kinds. It really does. And you know what? The best part about it was everybody is there to have a good time. Mm -hmm. Everybody was there to just enjoy it for what it was. So it doesn't matter what you wear and what you look like. But I was very comfortable in my selection. So it's fine. Mm -hmm. So we made friends with bikers. It was neat. (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) Make friends. (laughs) No bikers. That's a fun. I hung out with bikers for about a year. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> was that like, all you could handle, or did you get kicked out? Like, <laughs> yeah, where did this come from? <laughs> what? <laughs> it, was, it was kind of one of those intermittent Segway. years of my life where I kind of fell off the grid for a bit and made friends with a bunch of bikers. and uh, way to fall off a grid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right off the grid. For how long? Like a whole... I mean, I came back onto the grid, but I was... It's complicated, but yeah. Hanging out with bikers and biker bars and... It's a rough crowd. They're fun. Oh yeah, it, they're it, fun. Really they good know. times for yeah. sure. Definitely good stuff. So, what type of music do you listen to when you're uh, hanging out with a biker crowd? Oh, it was everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything was open. It was a pretty diverse crew of bikers I hung out with. Interesting. Yeah. I would not have thought. That. Most of them were a little bit older, so it was a lot of like you know, Black Magic Woman and. You know, some Grateful Dead, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was looking. Yeah. Were you thinking the more stereotypical rough and tumble? Yeah, I guess I was I was just like, putting a stereotype on. Yeah. On it, but... I love this bar. No. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a stereotype. If I ever hear that song again, I swear. I'm throw the jukebox out the door. Mm-hmm find a window in a bar and throw it out there. There's not many windows in bars. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's not. Mm-hmm. Or at least the few I've worked. <laughs> and the ones that do are, are wood wood yeah. panels. Or painted over. We <laughs> yeah. Cheap. Or bars. Or, yeah. or bars. <laughs> bar bars. Mm-hmm. What do you buy your bars? Yeah. So yeah. keep them in. <laughs> so... Yeah, after going to these concerts, a question that came up to my mind is, I don't know, generally does music require a good memory attached to it to have an organic reaction, if that makes sense? Like, there's certain songs, like, okay, like this Glenn Hansgard, Ed Sheeran, I'm not familiar at all. I don't really have any memories of it, so I wasn't really rocking out. 
Gotcha. But to enjoy it, do you have a, an attachment, a previous attachment? Yeah. Good question. Instead of creating an attachment. Because mm -hmm. I've never been to a concert that I didn't want to go to. I've mm -hmm. never really had that... That dilemma. Yeah, I've never had someone take me to a concert that I didn't enjoy. Mm -hmm. uh, the only concert that I can, like, right at this moment think of that someone bought me tickets was... To see Lindsay Lohan. Mm. Lindsay, no. She's a no, actress, not, I believe, not I'm, a musical. I apologize. Not, yeah, no, you're good. Lindsay Sterling. Lindsay. Oh yeah, with the violin. Violin, yes. I mm. think I think you're right, Lindsay Sterling. I feel yeah. like that's more accurate. And it was in Lohan. it was Eugene. I don't know why I said Lohan. Uh, <laughs> it was in Eugene, and <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it immensely nice. it was a very good concert and Cara Faye was the the opener mm -hmm. and she had a song this was right after um Suicide Squad came out oh okay. and there was a song that Cara Faye played at that concert that sounded better than the song that they used for the credits on Suicide Squad. Oh! And it just seemed like it would have been a better song for the movie. Right. Uh, but it's really hard to find. The song is like Good, good Kids with Bad Intentions or something like that. And she has uh, Amazon Music, you know, she has a few songs on there, a few uh, CDs, Carafe. But that song is nowhere to be found. It's almost like they scrubbed it off except for like, a few good. live you songs. Can't. can't enjoy it because it's just that good. Well, it is that's really a good. nice gem. It's though. really good, but you can't find it. But anywhere. you have that memory. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I have it forever. <laughs> that's kinda of, so so now you have a memory attached to it. Now with your Ed Shireen, do no. you have memories now that make you if you hear the music, would I, you attach that memory to I think uh, probably I'd be more familiar it wouldn't be completely new there's some good memories and I think um you know I, I I don't think I'll become like a number one fan or anything like that but um you know I think the seed's been planted which is important that's a good start but the thing is is that I was already a Lindsay Sterling fan right. before I went. Right. It wasn't like that was the first time I saw her. Uh, my my wife, you know, knew right. that I and we were. She was my girlfriend at the time, but now wife. Uh, she knew I liked Lindsay Sterling. Yeah. Uh, before she got the tickets, and oh, and you, we stayed in a, a hotel. That was god awful, <laughs> and it was a corner. It was a corner room, and most hotel rooms are square. Right. And because it was, <laughs> because it was on the end, it was a tri. It was shaped like a triangle. Like you had to go around the corner of the room to go to the bathroom. It was very interesting. How Something, were the acoustics, though? I, I feel like I would will remember this room for the rest of my life. And the concert, not so much. Uh, I, I mean, I loved the concert, but that room was interesting. Concerts to cans, subtitle architecture of hotels. 
I feel like, yeah, something has to be... I but mean, it's I, memorable, think, though. I think bad memories <laughs> stick in your head way better than good memories for <laughs> yeah. some reason. For sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. fact... <laughs> Especially as your kids get older, you'll realize that is so more true than not. <laughs> so, when I bring that up, it reminds me of a concert that I talked about the last time, but it was Goldfinger. And I'm gonna pull this. I'm gonna pull this story out. <laughs> bring uh, it near the end of the concert. They stop, and the lead singer asks the crowd for a volunteer to to oh eat a Twinkie out of the drummer's <laughs> ass cheeks. I mean, I... People raise their hands. Almost 75% of the crowd raise their hands. I do not. Do you just not like Twinkies or drummers? <laughs> like... He... So they get a volunteer, he goes up on stage, gets up on the stage, the drummer drops his drawers. I feel like I remember it being a hairy ass, and it is just gleaming, (laughs) gleaming with sweat. The lead singer unwraps the Twinkie and sticks it, pulls one of the cheeks aside and sticks it in there. And the the volunteer from the crowd takes a bite of one third of that Twinkie. The drummer then grabs the rest of the Twinkie out from between his cheeks and bites one third of the Twinkie. That's left. And, and a the, third of the third. Okay, of one third, one third. And then oh, he takes the okay. last third and throws it out into the crowd. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that last third was the one that was between his cheeks. <laughs> and luckily I didn't get hit by any <laughs> Was it still cream filled? Oh, holy fuck. <laughs> it's, it's shit like that. <laughs> that happens in a concert that you will remember for the yep. rest of your life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So, Still want to know what you have Do you Twinkies? have any memories like that? <laughs> <laughs> Not. Uh, you're going to have to give me time to think about that because now I'm just trying to picture this Twinkie. I have so many questions. <laughs> oh, man. How about you? <laughs> as far as negative. Yeah. Not quite like that. I mean, it was pretty funny that Snoop Dogg, you know, he had stripper poles and strippers at Snoop Dogg. But kind of a more of like, what was I thinking moment or how lame was, was I was when I went to Iron Maiden Mm -hmm. and before the show even started, um, you know, I'm waiting to get a beer. It's taking a long time. It's like, come on, come on. And there's this dude wearing like an error, like a pilot's old school pilot leather helmet. And he's all, Hey, what do you think of this? And everyone's. I'm all, come on, jackass, you know, let's get this line moving. Why are you so dumb? You're so annoying, or whatever. The concert starts, and then I realize it's Bruce Dickinson wearing that same cap <laughs> that was at the bar. And I'm all, come on, I want to get my beer. You're yelling at the lead singer to hurry up with his order. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, and like, it was this cool skit that they did in front of the, the beginning of the concert. It's like, 
I just missed out on the opportunity to meet, to meet the guy or say and hi. Over here being just Come on. Yeah. Oh, I don't like your no. stupid hat. <laughs> there he is wearing it. The uh, hats. So yeah, tr yeah, you remember that. I have a similar, I have a kind of a similar story than the, to that, but it wasn't me that was <laughs> like being a jackass at yeah. the concert. Mm. But I went to the corn concert that I talked about. Uh, Crowd, crowd surfing. Mm -hmm. uh, and someone took their shoe off and threw it at Jonathan Davis oh. during his last song. Uh. And hit it right in the chest. <laughs> and I tried looking this up just afterwards to see right. if, if anyone talked about it online or any yeah. videos of it. Nothing. Mm -hmm. It's gone to the ether as well. Right. But he was playing his last song. And he gets hit with a chew, and you see him stop. Mm -hmm. And the whole the the band just keeps going with a little bit, like a little chords and the little drums, just kinda just and just kind of keep it going. And he's Jonathan Davis looks out at the crowd, and it almost looks like he wants to say like beat that fucking guy's ass, right? <laughs> but he doesn't say shit. He just he stares at someone. At that point, right? I'm pretty sure he does. But he walks to the back of the stage. It looks like he's done. And then he comes back to the to the mic, and he just goes, "Oh, are you ready?" You know, and then right. he, like went into that last song. Oh, oh. that's such a good song. Too. So good. Ugh. But I don't think he'll ever come back to Oregon after Aww. that bullshit. You well, know? but you <laughs> never know. I mean, yeah, maybe did. he just laughed it off later. You right. Know? But yeah. I was at a concert when I was like. 14, 15 years old, so a handful of years ago, and then so. And I'm not gonna say who it was because they got pretty popular. People are gonna be pretty like, oh my god! But they stopped halfway through the concert, and the artist stopped and like, bitched out the guitarist. And it was just like, that's not the song we were gonna do. That's not the like went full on like bitch mode real quick, and then was like. Oh, we're not in rehearsal. Like back to reality. Let me be a rock star again and get. And then she's like, "Fine, I guess we'll do it." And like kind of went back into it and then played the rest of the concert and everything. Everyone was like, "All right, yeah, jam, jam on me." Like just, it was very weird. Weird. It wasn't, but it wasn't like, "Oh my god, she's just gonna go crazy." And but she just like she paused. She was pissed. She let him know about it. We moved on, and I was just like, "What? Yeah." And now she's just powerhouse voice, and oh my god, she's a saint. No, no, no. Whatever. Regardless, I saw her bitch out for a minute. <laughs> I remember it. Well done. She's made a good career for, for herself, and mm. it was kind of nice. Speaking of fourteen, fifteen. Do you remember what your first headphones were? Your first good headphones? Oh, you, did you even think about I that? I did think about all that. I even tried finding them. <laughs> because I'm um, what my family likes to call a pack rat. So I keep my shit. But also, my daughter's still wearing my hoodie from when I was 14. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> it doesn't look like it's ever been worn because I take care of my stuff. Even though I still have it. Like it's I remember a leather jacket. Was that your father's leather That's, jacket? Yeah, my stepdad's leather jacket. <laughs> yeah. I still have that, baby. Yeah. We, I, I wear it when I want to feel powerful and punky. Um, 
Oh. Yeah, I remember oh. it had a bunch of patches yeah. on it. Oh, the any, leather jacket. Any, you have not seen it any yet, Any music Eric? patches mm. on it? Um, I, I'm pretty sure that... Yeah, there's... Oh, he was real big into, like, Pesh Mode and mm. New Wave and The Cure. There is a Cure button on it. I know <laughs> of for the sure. Cure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was one of my concerts I got to go to with him. He told me, uh, you buy, I'll fly. Uh, couldn't argue with him, because again, yeah. 14, mm-hmm. had no license, wanted to go to the concert, so I mowed a lot of lawns and babysat a lot of kids that summer. The Cure. To go see The Cure. Wow. Because I, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but Robert Smith was my first celebrity crush. <laughs> <laughs> but Robert Smith, circa like 1980-something, I was born, not the Robert Smith now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still a great voice, kind of aged like milk, but love him regardless. Aged like milk. <laughs> yeah, love him regardless because that voice is magic. Like I don't gotta look at him, I just gotta enjoy him. So it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Gather yourself there. So, um, so yes, got to see the cure. Uh, headphones though that I had, they were Sony's. I remember Sony's. they were Sony, okay. and they were they were squishy, and they fit around my head, and they were lovely, and I still have them, and they're my favorite pair. But you can't find. But them I don't now. know where they are. So I was thinking about mine, and my first good headphones that I ever owned, and they were Pioneer DJ oh. headphones. Okay. And I remember buying them in Japan, and I don't know what they sound like now because like. I don't have them anymore, right. like I said before, but yeah. I, due to the weather or the not taking care of them or the pads going real bad, I ended up going out and buying a pair of wired headphones made by Polaroid. <laughs> the camera people? Yes. Ooh. Made by Polaroid for like five bucks at Ross. and oh, snap. Put those on and compared the two headphones, yeah. the Pioneer DJ headphones versus <laughs> Polar- Polaroid. Polaroid won. Oh. Wow. I don't know whether the, the age of, like, the weather or the not taking care of them or the, the ear pads or the age. Like, the right. technology might have come that far. But that's oh, a man. very valid point. We've come very far. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that a Polaroid, music. a pair of Polaroid headphones, could outperform uh, a <laughs> Pioneer. So I was thinking about this this week <laughs> a lot, actually, while searching for them, but also trying to figure: How do you feel on this whole earbud trend? Earbuds versus headphones, like cans, like the big ones that go over your ears versus the like the bone conducting ones they have now, the earbud, like, so, where's your, because I know you have a, lack of a better term, fetish for headphones. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't call it that, uh, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how far you take it, but you got more than two pairs, buddy. Yeah. You have an affinity for headphones. If I had to, if I had to count the the ones that I have now, I think I have thirty nine pairs of IEMs, earbuds, headphones. Okay. I I have one bone conduction headphone too, and so yeah, and that's not even the amount that I've owned in my lifetime. (laughs) That's just what I have now. 
I mean, if there was a sound from mine exploding, wow, <laughs> that would be the sound I'd be making right now because I didn't expect it to be that. Like, I thought 12 was going to be a big number, <laughs> and you're like, I got 39 pairs of headphones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you are the go-to guy to know about. <laughs> so earbuds that I mean I own a few Bluetooth earbuds I, I enjoy them because they're so simple you just pull them out you put them in your ears you're good to go uh, I prefer IEMs over earbuds they're in-ear monitors they're wired they go around your ears um, you hook them up to a a DAC amp okay uh, and plug them into your phone and they just sound so much better okay if if i could convince people to switch out their earbuds for iems i would so because, would you say there's a time and a place then for earbuds? well yes there's there also that i mean i i enjoy just being able to put earbuds in and not right have to worry about anything you don't have a wire you don't have anything some of them are are noise canceling i i i enjoy that because then you can just kind of disappear right but the same goes for iems iems you could some of them if they fit right i love iems because they're like earplugs and then they're earplugs that make music i mean i enjoy well, them earplugs that make music i like it but there's times when i don't like putting plugs in my ears it just right. pisses me off so the over over the ear headphones it, so it all depends on my mood yeah you know? okay so i can't say one over the other really like your yeah. question was iems or headphones and it's like it depends on how i feel if i want to block out the world iems okay. if, if i want to just do something really quick probably just earbuds right but if i want to sit back and enjoy the music to its full potential i'm gonna pull out my my headphones and just enjoy the music okay but yeah that's that's one of the reasons why i got into headphones is because i love just zenning out to music and it, it allows me to just disappear into the music and be somewhere so you can experience it on multiple different levels definitely that's why i'm doing this podcast right. is because i love music <laughs> well i mean that's kind of why we're all sitting here yeah it wasn't because of your lemon bars that's for sure <laughs> eric what do you prefer to listen to your music on or is it also uh, varying uh, I personally, I prefer headphones just comfort wise. I don't know. I always find like the buds fall out of my ears or I have okay. a hard time with it. And, uh, do you have like a set of the can ones or you got like the airline headphones? Uh, <laughs> there's I, a difference. Yeah. I got <laughs> the cans. Okay. Yeah. And they're, uh, the silencing ones too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Noise canceling. Yeah. Noise canceling. And it's just more comfortable, easier, you know, for me. That, that's what I prefer. So that's when you are like are just enjoying music. Yeah, um, I've been doing a lot of like meditation, even oh, hypnosis, yeah. oh. which has actually been very powerful in my life. And they suggest uh, listening it. Listening to music. To, uh, there is music you can meditate to, and yeah. even just yeah. the guys like hypnosis. 
you can listen to, and it's a much richer thing than just listening on the screen. I want to circle back on that eventually, because that sounds really fascinating. Mm-hmm. But with the headphones, though, so do you Do you guys get to listen to music at work or by choice, or is it not a by choice? You have to... In our occupation, no. No. Okay. Uh, we, we only get to listen to the overhead. Right, okay. <laughs> that, that's why I'm... Because I'm, I'm learning as I have transition from one career to a completely different Mm -hmm. um and then having a couple of things sprinkled in between that there's different career paths that you can listen to music or you can't some you have a choice some you don't um i'm fortunate enough that we can have the choice of listening to music or we can listen to the overhead and the overhead's been pretty good so i don't really have to very much mm-hmm. but i i find the earbuds at work because i can put one in and mm-hmm. still listen with one ear out and get be as productive so and in, more productive so in our occupation we have to deal with people public on a regular basis yeah. uh in your occupation do you have to, do you deal with people or are you dealing with very occasionally it's oh, we are a, a closed lab um, we will be opening up to public as soon as other things happen and different avenues um, of services can be provided. Uh, but we are, we're just a, a dental lab, so it's not, we're not the dentist where they come in to us. Right. But we make the things that work for them. So I don't have to deal with the public as much as I did previously, and which is why I asked if that was something that's transitioned. And that's why that's why I think they don't want us right. listening to which music is because we're dealing with the public. I mean, being a customer, I'd be pissed off if you were like <laughs> jamming out to something and being like, rock on, rock on, rock on. And be like, are you not hearing paying me? Attention yeah. To you. yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I had another job in between these two at during the COVID years that uh, was very silent and they didn't want music playing. But when I put my headphone in, they got really upset that I had just one in and that like, it needs to be quiet the whole time. And it was, it was clerical work. It was um, like a records company. So we were just typing on computers and I was going crazy from listening to the sound of the keyboard all day long. Oh, yeah. Like having one headphone in was, I was more productive that place was not welcoming to that option, but they were very old school in their mentality. So it's neat to see that more things are evolving with our technology that we can use them is more where I was. That's why I asked kind of the earbuds versus headphones, like if you had a preference, but you don't get to use them at work. So never mind. (laughs) Cause I'm looking into getting a pair of those, those uh, bone conductor ones so that I can listen and listen. If that makes sense oh, to communicate, yeah. so. Huh. Yeah. Do you know which headphones, like brand? Not off the. I'm not. Yeah, I don't have, have quite the infinity that you have. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to review and take a look back at it. But yeah, I. Funny enough, probably the best. Uh, being younger, I remember. You know, again, a Walkman, Pioneer, and I thought those Pioneer headphones were amazing. For the time. Did and you have a Pioneer, like, CD player? It was, was a Walkman. It a Pioneer? Oh, it was a Walkman. 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 Oh. Yeah. Okay, I had a Pioneer CD player. Oh, did you really? So that's where I... I actually, I think my... I think my stereo that I 
listened to when I was a kid was Pioneer as well. Pioneer was definitely the stuff, especially yeah. back then. Oh, it was the yeah. shit back in the what day. What was that other? There was another brand though that was like Panasonic. No, not Panasonic. Three letters. JVC. Mm. Yes. Is that, is that what that yes. was? Yeah. JVC was kind of the knockoff of Pioneer. Okay. Not to be rude, well, JVC no, is still big. But like it's I remember seeing that those letters like everywhere and I could not wait to grow up and get a system and have those speakers that they had because uh my friend's older brother had a pair of JVC speakers. I think I think I had a JVC Walkman because I couldn't afford a Sony. I'm going to have so, to look at my disc. But I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. Man, talking about interesting technology of the 90s, I actually had a thing, and it was a CD player, but it had a tape that yeah. you put into the T tape deck. Yeah. <laughs> I had that too. Yeah. Had that in my exploder. Mm. I was so in love with that thing. Oh, yeah, it was great. We Just, went uh, My older brother and me... And my father went on a road trip to Idaho to <laughs> see his mother before she, she passed. Yeah. And we had a tape deck uh -huh. adapter to a <laughs> CD player that had triple buffer <laughs> anti-skip <laughs> capabilities and everything. I can't remember what brand. I'm pretty sure it was like... Don't go Panasonic. for you over the speed bumps, I think it was <laughs> nothing will help that. I think it was Panasonic <laughs> yeah. or Sony or something yeah. like that. I think it was Panasonic actually. But I remember it was Beastie Boys, Aerosmith, and Van Halen that we listened to over oh and God. over. Those were the three CDs we had, I yeah. think. I know. I remember first trip road tripping with my sisters and my parents down to Disneyland for the first time. I was like eight. Oh. And, you know, we stopped somewhere along the way, and I just happened to find DJ Jazzy Jeff on tape, <laughs> and that was the jam all the way down the Southern Line, Nightmare on My Street, like over and over and over. My poor parents were so patient, but... Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. I don't remember any songs from, like, road trips that we right. took, um, but I definitely... Once I got my CD player, I was jamming out to the Chili Peppers and stuff like that. Which is, it's kind of weird. Like, I feel like our road trips were silent until I got my CD player, but I also was probably just asleep the whole time. <laughs> so, like, the memories of that, but having memories of music, going back to that, like, I now have good memories with that music because, oh, this is where I heard it. This is where I listened to it. Different states, different monuments, mm -hmm. different mile markers. So it's kind of fun to have that, but yeah. I'll have to go check out the brand on that, see speaking what of, it was. Speaking of that. 90s, uh, your song that you've been listening to, oh, was it 90s or no, 80s? like 70s? 70s, yeah, okay. probably. David, I'm, I'm a little off. <laughs> yeah, it was like some yeah. of the old school David Bowie. But right. fame. Well, David Bowie was, has been around for a while. Yeah. He, I'm pretty sure he made music in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he made music every minute he was alive. That man was fantastic. Yeah. Released in uh, 1975. Okay. okay. So I was way yeah. off. <laughs> but actually, it was remade or uh, mastered in like 2019 or remastered or something like that. Nice. Yeah. So, that is such which, a good song. Which oh, song yeah. was it? Fame. 
And you know what? Just put me in a good mood, and I was jiving with it, and I was feeling like I was famous listening to that. <laughs> you know? Speaking of which, uh, Nirvana, the, the Nevermind CD, was remade in probably the 2021. 20, yeah, probably yeah. the one of the anniversary editions, I would think. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. After uh, our last recording of of this lovely podcast, I got home and my uh, bonus daughter was wearing her Nirvana shirt. <laughs> and I was like, that's wonderful. There was I just a, told her thank you and kept moving. There was <laughs> like, a person wearing a Nirvana shirt behind me at the, <laughs> at the Skillet concert. <laughs> I took a selfie picture of my just family so, so I could get the Nirvana shirt. I'll have to show you. Gosh, that's great. Oh man. But, yeah. Man. Yeah, the this only thing that would have been better is, you know, Twinkies and oh, yeah. I still want to know what you got against Twinkies, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I have against Twinkies now. <laughs> you know what I don't have anything against now. <laughs> oh. oh my god. You know the funny thing is is we have you on for the second episode. And we still didn't get to the two questions that I was going to ask you, so I guess we're going to have to have you on again at some point. I will come back as many times as you let me. Thank you so much for being on for episode two. Oh my god. It's been great. Thank you so much. No, thank you. I have to tell you too, before we go, happy 11 year anniversary, the night... Last night was your 11-year anniversary for that Linkin Park concert. Oh, yes. <laughs> because today is my daughter's birthday. She's 11. And oh, right. So yeah. shout out Miss Veronica. Yeah. Uh, but yeah that's, one of my, right? yeah, that's one of my yeah. favorite memories was my buddy called me from a concert. Like, you got to listen to this and I'm ready to pop. Like, there's things you don't forget whether you're at the concert or not. So there's my memory. <laughs> With that gem, thank you for That's having amazing. me. That's amazing. <laughs> thank you for letting me be here and enjoy this with you guys. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this yeah. has been Concerts to Cans, where we talk about live music to headphones and all things between. <laughs> all things between. You can get a hold of us at all things between at outlook.com. Let us know what headphones you're listening to, or just say hi. And uh, this has been Justin. I'm Eric. And Karen. And uh, one more thing. When the music's over, turn out the lights.